0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with
1: Viator.
2: From the Craig Newmark School of Journalism in New York City, it is the APC Podcast. Refresh and ready to go. The whole gang is here, fresh off of a bye week. A well-timed bye week for the Green Bay Packers, and with the help of our engineer, Chad, we are bringing you some Packers talk off of a bye, trade deadline talk, some fixes. Team is getting healthy. There's plenty to get into ahead of a showdown with the undefeated Los Angeles Rams. We're going to be talking about the Rams a little bit later on this week with Joe McAtee of Turf Show Times and Turf Show Radio, Uh, but first, it's time to talk about our own team after some self-scouting. During the bye, although I don't know how much self-scouting we
1: did during the bye. Some of us might have ignored football. I don't know. What did you guys do? I scouted myself plenty. Thank you very much. <laughs> and what did you find? I did some dishes. No, I, I I did watch football on Sunday. I wasn't planning on it. And I actually watched almost all the games. I weirdly enjoy
2: watching football more when the Packers are on a bye. Like, I just kind of like, it means it nothing to me. It feels lower stress. Yeah. And
1: I got to watch the Brewers uh, for the weekend, which was nice.
2: Yeah. I red zoned all day on uh, Sunday, but I didn't watch the, the night game because I started uh, Making a Murder season two. And There's a season 2? Oh yeah There's a big time season 2 You watch season 1? Yeah I'm from Wisconsin Like yeah. I lived through that I figured stuff.
1: I don't know What's season 2 about? My I mean, family used to vacation in Manitowoc. It oh it's more Stephen he, Avery? So, well okay So season 2 This is for the true APC heads I feel like the first season Zach and I did together I watched a lot Of Making a Murderer And it came up a lot Like that was at peak Making a Murderer Like moment Yeah And we talked about Chad Harbaugh <laughs> Remember, or Teresa? Uh, No, no, yeah, uh, Hallbeck. Her brother works for the. Yeah, he's he's
2: working his way like through the
1: front. Chad, right? I
2: don't remember if his name is Chad.
1: But anyway, he came up a lot. We talked a lot. This, but this is back when the show had like ten listeners, and maybe all of them were like people we knew or were related. to. I remember I was doing a podcast at the same time, and we did a whole
2: episode with Wes Hotkowitz about it because he was obsessed with it. (laughs) And then he was the one who tipped us off. He's like, you know, just like no, like be careful. Because like the you know Chad's like, or, I had no idea he worked for the Packers. Yeah. I th- I guess like he was friends with him. I might have I probably like
1: we should crossed uh, some lines yeah. or whatever.
2: But anyway, season two <laughs> to answer your question, your very important question. Um after this the Netflix season one, they finally got the attention of like one of the best uh lawyers in term, like in terms of like percentage of getting people off like the Innocence Project guy. Yeah, no. Oh no. It's it's this woman I forget oh, her yeah, name. Yeah. she's doing his she's trial, like now. She's like seventeen of seventeen. Yeah. for getting wrongly convicted. QB wins out is not jail, a stat though. So, uh, like, who were convicted on murder? Yeah, like she. So, th- spoiler still alert. It's going not on. a spoiler. It's still, still going on, right? Well, yeah, you could go on Twitter and realize there's never going to be a conclusion. All right, yeah. guys. But uh, <laughs> it, the whole season so far is her like just just watching her work, and it's like. Right. Really, just I'll, watching I'll l- go back You seem mesmerized best. It's like watching Aaron Rodgers play football Like Ooh. she's so obviously better You are taken Than everybody And it's like mesmerizing to watch her work, honestly
0: The goat, um, alright It's
2: pretty damn good Zach, what'd you do? Since you clearly didn't watch Making a and Murderer and, No, uh, no You didn't, didn't watch, watch football any, either, right?
0: No, no I took the weekend to, to do some much needed errands Super not exciting But things like moving a guitar amp from a practice space To uh, get it to like a repair shop That's a thing that in a uh, non-New York City seems like a very easy thing to do, and yet here is like it took me a month to work up the the chutzpah to spend a day doing that. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. That's yeah. a
2: pain, yeah. The simple things that take so much time in New York. Yeah. I had to move I had to move some furniture around, you know, it's part of my job. Is that why you're wearing car, this? Uh, I had to do all that? No, is that not... why you're wearing this athleisure outfit is, right now? What is so wrong? I'm never, I'm never not wearing at least jeans here again. I feel like I have to wear no, no, or do something. you? No,
0: you look fly. I'm just, it looks
2: good in a, in a hoodie and joggers. It's just, it's all black.
0: For it. It's yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: I was working from home, relaxing. I, I don't have to change for you guys.
0: All right, the bye week. Is what did over? other
2: football teams <laughs> do during the bye week? Uh, yeah. The Minnesota Vikings won. I was watching uh, Red Zone, so I saw chunks of that because they did a bunch of scoring. It was competitive for a little bit. The Vikings are better than the the Jets. The Lions beat the Dolphins. That kind of sucked. I thought that was a good opportunity for a division team to go down uh, because Miami seems like, at the very least, they're a decent enough football team, although they were with Brock Osweiler again, and, you know, you can only go so far with Brock Osweiler. Miami Miami
1: looked okay in that game.
2: And uh, the Bears, man. (laughs) Oh, the Bears. That is so Bears. Uh. Like, just trying to do something the Packers have done very successfully, but just coming up tragically short. It was it, it was um, a fun game,
1: though. It was a very fun like, game. If I were a Bears fan, I would come away from that game feeling pretty good. It's, yeah, but also
0: so annoyed that you went from first to worst in the division.
1: Well, but I mean, like, against the Patriots. Yeah, I know. I mean, the, the, the Packers can go from second to worst in the division this week. Yeah, That's true. Yeah.
0: I it's thought a, it was funny that the Chicago Bears uh, team account a couple weeks ago the you know the like the the NFL team accounts are very playful with each other and they they tweeted something out that was like uh, I think it was after week two or three it was like oh we dropped this and it was a a picture of the standings at the time they were in first place mm. so a lot of people were uh, yeah bumping I, that up in the timeline after the game this weekend, well, which yeah, that I that was mean, pretty that's funny just
1: dumb I mean the Bears should not be gloating about being first in anything five games into the season yeah to me the takeaway from that game is that the Patriots are beatable by the Packers definitely me. totally not that I was really in doubt of that anyway but.
2: No, uh, agreed. They're they're more beatable than the Rams, I would say. If everyone had like those two games circled and we talked about it at length last week. I, I don't feel terrible about either one, but I would feel much better about the Patriots game, even though it is in Foxboro. Yeah. But the Packers are getting healthy. That was a big thing from the bye week. So, you know, I think everyone practiced today except for Aaron Rodgers. Jair is yep. back. Yep. Randall Cobb, Geronimo Allison. They got the weapons coming back surely coach mike mccarthy made some fixes during this bye week and that's what we want to talk about today it's as our, a great time uh, for the bye topic. week
1: especially coming up on the trade deadline like you can't have a better time to, to self-scout and look at your team and like figure that's, out what you need to do was that
0: your mike mccarthy impression
1: yeah i don't know that wasn't <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't enough like choking on myself as i spoke well you
0: gotta yeah. just like it's really you gotta, gotta yeah. burp. you no, gotta no, be okay. ready to burp I'm, yep.
1: I'm, yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Gotta get in the diaphragm. Yes. All right. A well-timed buy. A yeah. well-timed buy. And uh I'm I'm happy to have the, you know, I get some Brashad Breland action. I think it's a good time to kind of re-refigure out how you want to do the snaps on the on the front seven now that Wilkerson's out. Cause I, I think we haven't really talked a lot about that loss, but that's a big loss. Yeah. And that's like a big it's a lot of snaps to make up for. Kenny Clark has been seeing a ton of work. Hopefully they come out of the bye with a little less of a crisis mentality and a little more like we have a plan and know what we're doing, yeah. yeah, one of the
2: things getting a lot of publicity that Mike McCarthy talked about was the focus on the run game and that he thought a big change that they needed to make is to get more attempts, I think he called it, right? Just yeah. like so basically more rushing attempts, and that some people are interpreting that as okay, you go back and you sell scout and you realize Aaron Jones is very effective, maybe he means he needs to give him the ball more.
1: I don't think that's gonna ha- i mean I'm just I've given up on that. I'm a little confused that they need more attempts because if you break apart the the entire like handoffs, like right. what, they have like 25 a game, it's just the three different guys who never really get going.
2: It doesn't seem like a like super unbalanced. Mm-hmm. Not that balance is something that they need. I don't think they need to run more. I just think that one. What
0: they need is to not be in third and eleven every other. <laughs> well, no, <I'm laughs> that's a big
1: part of it. I mean that too. Is that's that a lot of that is penalties too? I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe false starts and wasted timeouts and stuff like that. He may mean as part of it, like with getting
2: more rushing attempts, staying in like favorable down and distances where you don't have to throw. Maybe
1: I guess I don't, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, the, okay, but then like the counterfact, the counterpoint to the did did you guys watch the Saints game? Yeah, opening drive of the Saints game, right? Like chewed up a lot of clock. Saints basically played themselves out of that game. Like that game should not have been that close. They moved away from everything they've been doing well this season. Yeah, to instead have a very close I mean, sure. The the Ravens are good defense, but like chewing up 10 minutes of clock to not come away with any points going, you know, and And you were saying that
0: was in the name of balance and
1: relentlessly. Well, they relentlessly had to go for it. They went for it on fourth down three times in the opening drive, I think. And, and like, it was just, it was ugly. It was bad football. It, like they moved away from Thomas. They moved away from Camara and, you know, I think it's, it's easy to overthink yourself into the balance nonsense yeah. or the controlling the clock nonsense. And I like, that's just not what the NFL looks like this season. The teams that are winning right now are the teams that are lighting up the scoreboard by scoring at will, right? Like it's Kansas City. It's the Patriots looking good again by putting up 40 points a game. It's the Rams. It's the Rams putting <laughs> up 40 points a game. So, like trying to control the ball with your ground game, like it's just not the way that teams are winning right now. And I don't, I think it's a waste to try to fix something, especially when you have the greatest fucking quarterback in the league. It's like, what are you guys doing?
2: Yeah. Anyway, we, uh, we put it out on Twitter at the APC pod. You can uh, get us on Twitter, by the way, at uh, Alex Patakis, at Ben Foley, at Zach Rapport. Uh, if you could wave your magic wand, right, during the bye week and they would come out with one thing fixed what would that thing be one element of the team maybe one player or one acquisition what would your bye week fix to magically cure something be mine
1: yeah outside linebacker yeah edge rusher
2: yeah it's much needed yeah I think that's mine, too. I was I I saw a lot of people responded on Twitter. We'll get to some of those responses. I think safety was a very popular thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also noticed that. And again, PFF is what it is. A lot of people were making fun of the fact that Clinton Dix was like one of the highest rated safeties, according to uh, PFF so far this season. Yep. So that says a lot about. PFF, but also might say something about Clinton Dixon that there clearly is something he's doing well. He's got, he's got, he's intercepting the ball well, which I I mean is like something that a lot of people expected when he came out of school. And then all of a sudden he was a great run defending safety. And now all of a sudden he can't defend the run, but he is defending the pass. I, I, I don't really know. Long story short, I'm with you. I think I have to go edge rush too, because. Kentrell Bryce doesn't get exposed as much if people have less time to throw, and the Packers just don't have that presence right now.
1: Yeah, I'm not worried so much. It's not that I think the front three is bad. And I don't even think... I think the front seven, you know, they're getting to the quarterback when they need to get to the quarterback. They're rushing throws. I don't think it's... It's not, it's not a catastrophic weakness, but it is... It's, it's the
0: one area where... You make a big improvement there, and it cascades to the rest of the players on the field. Yeah, right. I'm not yeah. sure
1: safety is that. Like, safety, you will you'll you might save, like, one or two big beats a game. But, like, even those one or two big beats a game haven't cost the Packers games for the most part, right? Yeah. No. Well, it didn't cost them a game. It cost them, a,
2: I guess, a close game against the Niners because they were just getting shredded. But, again... Yeah. Yeah, I think pass rush has to be it. What do you have? Anything different? or Are you in agreement as well? Zach? I'm in agreement. Yeah,
0: which is probably not very exciting audio, but <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's where what we are. are, are.
2: The, what do the Twitter folks think?
0: So when we first posed the question, it was really just more of a, a general question. Hey, like if you could wish something to happen in the bye week, what would it be? We got a ton of responses. Based on those responses, we then whittled it down to three, and then ran a poll of those three. And the three options were. Uh, pass rush, as we've just talked about, safety, and head coach, funny enough. And uh, head coach actually beat out safety in our final poll results. Over 500 people responding. 62, I believe, percent say pass rusher. 20-some say head coach. And I think it was like nine said safety. So more than twice as many people for head coach or for safety.
1: I think the longer this season goes on, the more confused I am by the Fire McCarthy crowd this season. Yeah, I know it's like more in vogue than ever. And I do think he's coming. I, I have
0: the brochure for the bandwagon. He's coming, yeah.
1: the, he's coming to the end of his career. Like I'm, I'm going to be clear about that. I don't think McCarthy, at least with the Packers, like I don't think McCarthy's around five years from now. But I also do not think that he is to blame for whatever, you know, the team right now. Yeah. You're making a thoughtful face.
2: Pensive. Uh, man, I don't know. It's hard because we just still don't even know what they are. Like, I, I just think we... I mean, but that, but I, th- I still think we're in that place where that's true of so many NFL teams. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. So how could I possibly say that they've got no shot, like, start over? Like, what if they just rip off a why bunch of wins? That? That's why would you that, say that? Why would anybody That's what that? a lot of people, not like roster-wise, like a rebuild, but a new regime. Like, why would... If they end up winning, I don't know, 10, 11 games, it's so hard to sit here and say... And I understand it's like, okay, you're saying that, Alex, but... Ten, eleven games every year and a and a playoff
1: exit is like, I mean, he needs to really, really fail, yeah.
2: without Aaron
1: Rodgers or with, with the, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the NFL is also not a league where a coaching change midseason ever works out. No, well for it's anybody. not a positive. Yeah, it thing. wouldn't
0: be. It wouldn't be. I
1: don't understand what the alternative would be. I think like, the people I mean, that's who not to say that I don't think like there should be new blood in the building soon. And I think, I, like I think everybody knows that. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think the people who responded and said head coach, it was a little tongue in cheek. In that, I'd, I'm assuming most of them did not mean right now, but next year. Yeah. Are you more in favor next year? Obviously, I think uh, we're all in agreement that changing the the heads of state in the building mid season is just is pointless.
1: Definitely pointless.
2: What if they just like? What if they go to the Super Bowl though by chance? Like, what if they just win a playoff game they're not supposed to win? Like, then what do you say about? What do you next mean year? not
1: supposed to win though? Like, I mean, I ha- mean the Rams are going to be favored,
2: but well obviously damn it ben you're so reasonable it's still a little little early but (laughs) yeah
1: but okay so yeah so if they beat the rams do i want do i want to keep mccarthy what are my options like i mean like if if there's very clearly someone better out there sure but i don't like yeah but guys don't get fired off of like successful
2: seasons which is why mike mccarthy
1: stuck around so long that's what i'm saying so So, but but why do you want him gone why do
2: you want him gone i don't know that i 100 percent do Although you know what really got me pissed off? The Saints game. Because Watching the Lat you mean watch, the Saints game.
0: Watching Taysom Hill, I Taysom can't Hill. Watch Taysom <laughs> Hill. Yeah, like everyone's
2: yeah. like, Taysom is so fun. I can't watch him. <laughs> Why? Because it just makes me think about how like it like how, what, you how uh, have... he got to New Orleans and Sean Payton is probably like, I could think of a hundred ways to use this. And guy. you want
1: it you want more wrinkles.
2: And how Mike McCarthy probably so watches that and like has no idea that Taysom Hill could do any of these things and never in a million years uh, would have thought. But that's the I same. But it, that. literally, that's that.
1: literally the same game where Sean Payton is like running, you know, um, Mark Ingram for two yards a pickup. Yeah. you know, like. Yeah, but that—I mean, the, going that's, in, the, like there's a lot of wrinkles, right? Yeah,
2: the Ravens are the best defense in the league, and one of the and the best pass defense in the league. So if they want to attack them with two very good running backs on the ground, like I don't hate that. Yeah, but maybe use the won. one who's
1: good.
0: I think it is true that if Taysom Hill were still on the Packers, Mike McCarthy would not use him in that same way. Almost it just, it just, no
1: NFL coach would use. It Taysom just wouldn't Hill happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, and he's yeah. doing he's doing awesome things on the Saints, but doesn't the way he's being used by the Saints also say bad things about other players on their roster? I don't He's think a backup so at all. No, I don't no, I don't I think no? they have I will kick my devil's advocate soapbox I mean, back is, under the uh, table. Like
2: Drew, well, I understand what you're saying, but I, they don't need Taysom Hill, but they it's like a luxury. They're like, yeah, well, we exactly. got this guy. We could run read option with him a player two when we don't, you well, know, that's the same when way Drew
1: Brees running that doesn't provide anything like for you. And you that's the same saying? way that they treated Kamara at first last season too. Like They were like, oh, we got this new tool to play with and then they built their offense around him for the first four or five games this season and now they're moving away from that for no reason and if I were a Saints fan, I would be upset about that. It just makes you think
2: like there was a time where people, smart people were joining our show and saying that Ty Montgomery is as good as Le'Veon Bell mm-hmm. and it's like, well,
1: we've never used him in the capacity where he could prove that, you or we wrinkles. were just That's dead okay. wrong. I mean, look, I, I'm with you that, that if you want a more exciting wrinkle lad in offense, like <laughs> Mike McCarthy is probably not your guy, and maybe Philbin isn't either. You know, they're just not that kind of team. Hashtag false wrinkles. And, Hashtag false wrinkles. And, and you know, I, like, I, like, I do think that the, that the Packers are now behind the curve. Like, if you watch a team, like if you watch Adam Gase in Miami, you know, making stuff happen with weird motion before the snap. If you watch Kansas City with like multiple dudes, if you, 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 there's a lot of that's the 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 avant garde. But you can also have all that shit and still lose. And I think the Miami Dolphins are good at showing that. Right, that's a good point. Like you can do all the interesting offense and still lose.
0: Can I tie this back a little bit into our into our poll? Uh, we got a response from Corporate Overlord. Text Western on Twitter to the poll. He responded directly and said none of the above. He would fix the red zone inefficiencies. And I'm wondering That's if you guys one. think that is, uh, is that uh, wrinkle related, the recent problems in the red zone, whereas that has been a, a strength of an Aaron Rodgers-led offense for the entire. I think that's where we've seen
1: the most wrinkles. But I mean, they're not the wrinkles that get people excited. Like it's false like, wrinkles. Well, no, it, no, they're <laughs> not false wrinkles. But it's like it's like fourteen personnel, right? Like no one's no one's like gonna right. do a sports center segment on four tight ends on the field at the same time. But that's where the Packers are having success with in the red zone, and you know. It's not exciting. It does seem weird considering we
2: spent almost a whole show talking about Aaron Rodgers' greatness in the red zone and talked to Justice Mosqueda about that piece. So for that to be somewhere that they're not that efficient is a little bit puzzling. Um, there's like almost like a disconnect, yeah. although he was so great there because to... of his ability to extend
1: plays. I also so wanna... it's almost like independent of the scheme, he was always good in the red zone. I feel like I'd want to do like a larger analysis because are they getting into the red zone as much? Because I keep feeling like they're scoring from like 30 yards out, but maybe I'm just make- making that up in my imagination.
2: Well, they're always in third and long, so yeah.
1: it's, it's hard to get down uh, into the red zone on, on, on third and long. I they, think. Did have, they
2: did
0: have a turnover on downs at the goal line in the last game. Oof. Yeah,
1: I don't hate that, though. No? Not necessarily. I mean, it's better than yeah taking points. You know, it's. it's I don't hate it either. I'm just saying that's a, that's a, you can a see, trip yeah. to the red look, zone I mean, that look, that's, that's exactly the kind of thing that if Mike McCarthy hadn't have gone for it on fourth, that we'd be like... Oh, totally. A lot totally. of a hand totally. it. So it's kind of like, sure. I'm just going to abstain from that whole.
0: Look um, at how reasonable you are today. You're I so can't reasonable. Help it.
1: This is what happens when I get enough sleep. If this was a few <laughs> years ago, I don't think that there would be as much of an outcry
2: for the wrinkles in the offense and as much of just because a there isn't as
1: much looking around the league and just seeing because there's doing so,
2: so many coaches are just being labeled as like offensive geniuses for for being ahead of the curve and the other thing that's like working its way in or is is like math is starting to work its way in I I felt like I saw a crazy number of people going for two or going yeah, forward yeah. on fourth down like it's like all of a sudden everyone's aware that the math is in your favor in that spot. Well, everybody's chasing um, the Eagles. And that has, this is, has nothing to do with McCarthy, because McCarthy in the past has shown that he will go for it on fourth He's down. gone That's for it on fourth like crazy this season. Uh, he's gone for it a bunch now, and, you know, down in the red zone, down on the goal line, he'll go for it there too. So it's not so much him, I'm just saying. I think the wrinkle thing is being, like, really is top of mind now because every other game we watch that the Chiefs are playing in, that the Rams are playing, that the Eagles are playing in, Patriots
1: always have the, like... Eagles don't look that good this season. I mean, that's well, the thing. is like, there's a bunch of teams that are good at this stuff, and they're still not winning. So that's my, like, caveat emptor. I think it's easy to get excited about Matt Nagy and be like, look at all the fun stuff. You know, he's making Mitch Trubisky look good. But, you know, are the Bears going to make the playoffs? Probably not. Well, what made the Patriots great for so long is they have a great coach and a great quarterback.
2: Like, the Packers have been great with a great quarterback and just like a good coach. And I think people just want a great coach to go with their great quarterback cuz at that they, I'm point it feels like almost unbeatable. One. I mean, look, I think at, there was a time he was. Would you want Andy Reid? Uh I mean, rehiring him feels weird. I would probably like a
1: young guy, it's, but those are guys but like are not Andy easy Reed, to come by. Andy Reid is one of the most exciting coaches in the NFL this season. No, he is. So, like, I mean, I love Andy Reid. It would be gladly, a weird hire to... I would gladly root for an Andy Reid, you know, Rogers team, but I, I just, like, this is what I mean, is that I, I do think there's a shiny new toy factor going on and that people are going to be... You know, first off, that the shiny new tree, toys don't grow on trees, right? Yeah. You know, I think people really just have to. I think, you know, whatever. This is not news to anybody listening to this podcast. Our fans are spoiled. Yeah. Anyway, on um, that note. Yeah. I just want Sean McVay. We all want Sean McVay. We'll talk
2: about Sean McVay. You know, but uh, maybe Sean
1: McVay's got some money ball, like, my shit don't work in the playoffs. But I don't think that's actually true. But, <laughs> but they've won a lot of close games. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, if you, if you, if you have a couple of those close games go the way the Packers have had close games go. Yeah you're not you know we're not here talking about Sean McVay being so much better than Mike McCarthy necessarily
2: yeah that's fair all right well we'll talk more about McVay and the Rams later this week with Joe McAtee who's going to uh to join us from Turf Show Radio and Turf Show Times uh in the meantime let's get a pick'em update before we get out of here
0: yeah quick apology we didn't do a pick up pick update last week but no one said anything afterwards so maybe they don't care <laughs> <laughs> The APC Podcast Listener Pick'em League. The standings are in. Nick Varley holding it down in first place. Kyle Clifton shoots up to second place. Matthew Cook is in third. Aaron's in fourth. I am still in the top five, again, miraculously, continuing my streak of non-morondom for for a few weeks. Lauren Summer just outside of the top
2: five.
1: I went to high school with him.
0: Yeah. Good old Lauren.
2: Good guy. Hey, buddy. Hey, Lauren. That's all. (laughs) All right. Uh, get the show on Twitter at the APC Pod. That's where you'll find all of our polls and interact with us as we do uh, more mailbaggy type uh, shows and things like that uh, down the road. The APC Podcast at gmail.com, where you can email us, subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen. Give us a rating as well if you are a uh, subscriber and have not uh, done so. Follow us at Alex Patakis, at Ben Foldy, at Zach Rapport. Uh, Thanks for listening and stay tuned later this week for Joe McAtee with more insight on those unbeaten Rams. See ya.